get your Bibles out. It's a read with me episode, Second Peter, chapter one. Let's go. Welcome to the Hymnforza podcast, a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died so he would be shared by us. My name is Marcos and I am a Christ follower and this podcast was started because I believe in you. I believe that God has something inside of you that he wants to use so that the world can know who he is and he's given you a gift. He's given you his will and he wants you to live your life so that the world can see him through you. In this episode, it's going to be a read with me. Last season, I did a few of these where I just open up God's word and read it and just share what pops out at me. Um, so yeah, I want to I get right into it. We're in Second Peter chapter 1. And before I begin, if this is your first time listening, this is not what I normally do. I normally want to encourage you and build you up so that you can go and you can live out the purpose that God has created you for. Not that this isn't that. However, there are times when I just want to read God's word and jump into it. And actually, I was going to prepare for an episode I was going to record. And I found this verse and I was reading it and it made me want to read the whole chapter. And I said, hey, instead of uh, just going for the research portion, how about I just read the chapter, um, press record and let's see what God does. So that's why we're here right now. And I want to pray before I read my word. So here goes. Father, we thank you for this time that you have given to us, O God. We thank you, God, that you are here with us right now. Uh, Wherever um, uh, this is being listened to right now, you are here. And we thank you for your presence, which is so real and so relevant. We thank you for the power of your word, oh God. The Bible says that the word is sharper than any two-edged sword, oh God. And I pray right now that during this time of reading your word, oh God, that uh, we'll be changed, oh Father God, by the power of your word. Invade our hearts invade our thoughts, um, change our minds today, O oh Father, um, according to your word, O oh God. I pray that your word will cast out any doubt, any fear, any inhibition, O oh God, any frustration, anything. Let your word cast it out right now, O oh God. And I pray right now that when we read your truth, O oh Father God, we would fall more in love with you, O oh God, because of the power of your word and the truth of your word. We thank you. We honor you. We praise you. In the magnificent name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So here we go. Second Peter chapter one. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And it goes like this. This is a letter from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the justice and fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and our Savior. Let me stop right there. I love this word here that's used when it says the fairness of Jesus Christ because there are um, a lot of talk about is Jesus fair or is he just? And I happen to believe that it's both. I think that um, the way words are defined in a Western culture or in different cultures, it can throw things off. And fairness doesn't mean that everyone gets the same thing. I think fairness means everyone will get the same treatment according to truth. So him being fair and him being just. And that's in that sense, fairness and being just are synonymous, that everyone will get the same treatment 
according to truth. Verse 2. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. I love this little section here where it says, may God give. And that give sounds like it's something that he's just throwing out to people. But, it, but Peter quantifies what he means when he says this, that God will give, you, give this to you as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Because as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, you begin to understand and appreciate more the goodness, the love, the favor, the mercy, the honor, the majesty of God. And you begin to obtain more grace and more peace because of your understanding of who God is to you. Verse three, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. This is the verse I was coming to, to look for when I was studying for an episode that's going to come out later down the line. And in all actuality, I was looking for the first part of the verse. And as I'm learning, reading a part of a verse or one verse really doesn't do a verse justice. And yes, everything we need, we have for living a godly life not because we have it, but because God has given it to us. When we say I have it, it almost kind of puts the uh, impetus on, on something that I have done. When we understand that God has given it to us, it gives it a little more genesis quiet. It gives it a little more uh, a, a, a flavor, a little more seasoning so that God is the one who has given to us. And Peter says is actually the one who called us to himself. And God has called us to himself by because of his marvelous glory and excellence verse 4 and because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires now that verse number 4 is extremely powerful because it says the things that god has given to us are things that we can employ. And when we employ them, they begin to call on the promises of God over our life. And the promises that God pours onto us from his divine nature, they help us escape the world's corruption. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean that we are, we are free from experiencing things here on earth. It doesn't mean that we are free from experiencing pain, free from experiencing the heartache, free from experiencing frustration, free from experiencing anger. We're not free from any of those things. But we escape it because we are living in a place of more peace and more grace because we're living in the promises of God. Verse five, in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises, which means everything that God has done for us. Make sure you make significant effort to respond to the promises, to not be lazy with the promises of God, because there are times when uh, we ask God for something and we are extremely focused during the asking process and we are extremely earnest during the asking process. But there are times when God gives the gift and we kind of pull back because we have received what we have asked for. But I, I'm looking at the verse in verse two that it says that God will give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So as you grow 
as you continue to persist in looking for him and searching for his glory and his glory alone, he will continue to unveil promise and promise unto you, not only for you, but for your good before his glory. Let me start verse five again. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness. Now, I love this, this little list that Peter gives us. Peter says to supplement your faith and supplement means to increase or to add on to, to swell, to amplify, to, so to amplify your faith with generous provision of moral excellence and then knowledge and self-control and patient endurance. Now, Peter is saying to do all these things in a specific way. I'll reverse this again just to show where Peter is telling us to do this from. And knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with the godliness. I love that Peter doesn't say to do this just to do it. Do this out of the goodness of our heart. He's saying to do these things with the godliness, which means the reason we are doing all these things, being patient, having knowledge, having self-control, is not because we're good, but because we are seeking to live a life of godliness and of holiness and, and making sure we're moving towards holiness and not just goodness. Verse 7, and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. And I love that Peter put that godliness portion in between there and says that out of this godly living should be brotherly affection and love for everyone, which means we have to show all these characteristics with the godliness, with love, with holiness. And when out of that godliness comes brotherly affection and love for everyone from a place of godliness and not goodness. And, and that brings me to a little tangent that I'm on that you may hear about in a future episode. And I truly believe that where we are right now in 2022, June of 2022, um, we're fighting a different battle as children of God. Some time ago, some years ago, the fight was always good versus evil. And I believe right now that we're in a place where the fight is good versus the truth. I believe when we're talking to someone about the difference between good and evil, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple to get from A to B. But when we are trying to discern good versus truth, it can get a little murky. But Peter tells us here to do everything that we have to do with godliness. And from that godliness, brotherly affection and love for everyone. Verse 8 says, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. Verse 10, so dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you are really among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in this little section, I think Peter is kind of talking to what I, the thing I'm trying to drive home about, good versus the truth, living a life that's driven by the truth and moving towards holiness and not just goodness. 
Moving towards goodness and moving towards holiness are not the same thing. We are called to live a holy life and to live a life that's holy and set apart. We now live in a world where it's not good enough to be good. We are called to live a holy life. Verse 12, therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. I'm going to stop there. And that really speaks to the life of a influencer, using our lives to influence others for the kingdom of God. Peter is saying, although you may already know all these things, I'm still going to tell you about them because I want to make sure that they stay at the forefront of your mind. I want to make sure that you are standing firm in the truth as you have been taught. Verse 13, and it is only right that I should keep reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life. So I will work hard to make sure you always remember these things after I'm gone. He's saying, I'm going to say this as many times as I need to, just so that you know that I'm saying it, just so that you can remember this after I'm gone. He's really talking about the heart of influencing, making sure everything that we do, we, how we eat, how we breathe, how we live, is, is, is pointing people towards Jesus Christ. Verse 16, for we are not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes. When he received honor and glory from the Father, the voice of the majestic glory of God said to him, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from heaven when we were with him on that holy mountain, of course. Peter is talking about the transfiguration. Verse 19, Because of that experience, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. Peter is saying here, and while it's different for you and I, Peter saying the things that he saw Jesus do in his life really help him understand the things he's read from the prophets. I think you and I can say the things that you and I have seen Jesus do in our life, the things that you and I have seen him do in our friend's life, the things that you and I have seen him do in our coworkers and our family's life, they make you believe even more the things written in the word of God. I'll start verse 19 again because it's so good. Because of that experience, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. You must pay close attention to what they wrote, for their words are a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns. And Christ, the morning star, shines in your heart. Peter is telling uh, these believers, and I believe he's telling you and I, that we need to pay close attention to the things written in the word of God, because the things written in the word of God are the things that are the light shining in the dark place. And Jesus is that morning star, which means everything in the word of God is pointing back to Jesus Christ and the things that he was teaching when he was here on earth, fulfilling the purpose of the father. Peter here is pointing these believers back to the word of God. And I believe Peter is doing the same thing to you and to I to point you and I back to the word of God to ensure that we are living a life, exhibiting the character traits that he listed in the earlier verses and living a life where we are coming back to the word of God and paying attention to everything that was written here. And verse 20 says, above all, you must realize that no prophecy in scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or human initiative. 
No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. It is important to note that 1 Peter and 2 Peter were written at different times. 1 Peter was written just before you know, the Roman Emperor Nero began persecuting Christians. And 2 Peter was written some time after that, after persecutions had become intense. And Peter is using this letter to remind these Christians, and again, and again to remind you and I, to not focus on what's happening around us, although things around us may be may feel like we're being persecuted. It may feel like our the things that we believe in are being attacked and uh, we, 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 we believe too much and we don't, we don't believe enough. And Peter is saying to hold tight to what the scriptures are telling you and to understand that everything that was written in this book was not someone just copy and pasting, but someone who heard from God and wrote them down. He says, no, the prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. So today I want to encourage you to stay true to what's in uh, this, this word. I want to encourage you to make sure that you are living a life where you're adding to your faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control with patient endurance that is rooted in godliness. And from that godliness, you will have brotherly affection for those who are, are, are believers. And from that godliness, you will have love for everyone else. Because I believe that wherever you go, your influence and your love for Jesus Christ, it matters. The Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you, it matters. The world around you needs you to live like the world around you needs you. The God who saved you and put his Holy Spirit inside of you to lead you and to guide you did so because you matter. You matter to the world around you. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you haven't already, connect with the podcast on social media. Stop by and join the conversation at the Influencer Podcast on Instagram. Remember, wherever you go, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Until then, keep influencing for him.